Hello and welcome to Zenster Podcast. Today is shaping up to be the best day ever and it's going to be a great one. I know that. I started my day, went outside. It's a little early today, uh, earlier than usual, but went outside. Uh, I got to see the stars being up this early, so that was a nice treat. So I gave some gratitude uh, to the stars and thank the stars for all the time that's locked in those stars and how we are just here living in those same stars are have existed for millions of years, thousands, millions, who knows. But it was a good opportunity to give thanks. Pura Vida, Wabi Sabi. And today we will be talking about Wabi Sabi. I have a lot of um, respect and a lot of uh history, I guess, with uh, Japanese culture, although I've never been to Japan. I hope someday I get to make it. Maybe I should turn that hope into a must and someday actually go there. Uh, But I've been studying uh, some culture around Japan for different reasons. Uh, One of the places I worked embraced a Kaizen culture in manufacturing, and we'll talk about that here a little later. But let's start. We're going to talk about the farmers. This is from the 365 Tao Daily Meditations. Plain country folk with rounded bodies, skin turned into bronze in the valley heat. Why talk to them about Tao? They eat when they're hungry. They sleep when they're sleepy. Even a sage with infinite permutations could not match their simplicity. Do you want to know how about simplicity? Go live with the farmers. Their daily activities are coordinated with the seasons. They're close to the earth and they do not spend their time figuring out how to attain status. They are honest and plain. They make no distinction between who they are as individuals and who they are as farmers. Those of us who live in cities would be hard-pressed to equal the farmer in simplicity. Simplicity, after all, is what Tao most celebrates. Who needs to know it all? All the digits of pi. Who needs to engineer new monetary policy? Who needs to strive for political office? None of these things is necessary to be a human being. Give up unnecessary things. And I thought that was a great way to kind of start today's uh, topic because Japanese culture, or Japanese philosophy rather, is, uh, it's it's varied and it's very rich and it has uh, influences uh, that are steeped in, you know, the ancient samurai Shintoism, Buddhism, Confucianism, and even in modern days, uh, Western philosophy. But it emphasizes impermanence of life, beauty in the mundane, and the importance of harmony, and all the interconnectedness of all things. So there's some key concepts around Japanese philosophy, and I'm going to go deeper on wabi-sabi. So mono, no aware, the beauty of transience. And a quote, even in life's fleeting moments, we feel the emotions that come with the beauty of transience. So embrace change in life rather than lament over what's lost. Appreciate the fleeting moments, the changing of the seasons, and the laughter of a loved one. Recognize that this impermanence adds value and depth to experience. And that's something, you know, that's uh, steeped in Eastern philosophy is the depth of experience. Uh, wabi-sabi, the beauty in imperfection, to things wither and things decay. With this, there is grace. Uh, 
instead of seeking perfection, you know, we should uh, find beauty in, in imperfection. It could be a chipped cup, a crack in a wall, even in your, your own flaws. Accept them, embrace them, and see their unique beauty. Kintsugi, the golden joinery. The world breaks everyone, and afterwards some are strong at the broken places. So we've all experienced these setbacks, of course, but rather than hiding them, let them be a testament to your resilience. Where broken pottery is repaired with gold, see the golden value in your experiences and how they made you stronger. Ichigo Ichi. This moment will never come again. This is uh, from one time, one meeting. Uh, think about this, treating every encounter and every experience as if it's both the first and the last time it will ever happen. So this applies in meeting someone, tasting a dish, or even listening to a song. Relish it. Be present. Cherish it. Shoshin is a beginner's mind. In the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities, but in an expert's minds, there are few. Approach life with open, uh, open curiosity and non-judgmental. Uh, be like the beginner, the child's mind, the beginner's mind. This can be applied in learning a new skill, listening to somebody, or even raising or revisiting something you're well-versed in. There, I do this often with uh, reading books or listening to books or over again. Uh, sometimes you will find something you missed in the first reading of that book, and it's good to go back and revisit it and uh, do it again. So harmony with nature. Nature is a guide. Look at the cherry blossoms. Their color and scent fall with them, are gone forever, yet mindless. The spring comes again. You know, align, align yourself like the farmers, as we talked about, with the rhythms of nature, whether it's taking a moment to appreciate you know, the sunset, the falling leaves, planting a garden, observing the changing seasons. You know, let nature be the grounding force in your life. That's the one thing that's continuous in change is uh, the cycles of the seasons, the cycles of the day, the cycles of the months. And this is a new month. I just realized that. September. So new opportunity to start fresh. And then, of course, Kaizen, which is continuous improvement. Uh, no day should pass without some improvement. So implement into your life a daily practice, a self-reflection, aim to make small, little, tiny improvements in your life, whether personal habits or work or relationships. I guess maybe I should do one on uh, Kaizen as well, but we'll do Wabi Sabi. But a little just note on Kaizen, I worked in manufacturing and uh, in this culture, uh, one of the places I worked was pretty steeped in it. Um, in Kaizen culture, they bring in these Japanese uh, senseis that worked in Toyota production, and they would share with us uh, wisdom. And oftentimes, it was it was fun when we would have these guys. And I was fortunate to work in you know different uh, places. I remember the one time I was in California at a company out there, and the uh, team was planning an inventory reduction and. The sensei came in and everyone wanted to embrace this new uh, changeover wheel, but it was like far advanced. This company that implemented it was uh, far along in their journey. They had a lot of their standard practices mapped out and all these things. And 
the sensei came over and everyone did all this pre-work to get set up for this changeover wheel. We're going to have this scheduled changeover time and things like that. And he's like, no, 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 no. First of all, go count your inventory. Somebody came out with a piece of paper from, um, from you know, the, the ERP system. He's like, no, no, you got to physically count it. You don't know what you have until you physically count it. And in that moment, uh, in that week, we did a Kaizen. We made these minor improvements, which seemed um, irrelevant to, I would say, much of the uh, legacy staff or legacy management, I should say, that had been running this plant for a long time. But this, uh, the senseis uh, were so impressed by these small improvements that we won the actual best Kaizen for that week. It was pretty cool. Uh, but anyway... We'll save Kaizen for another day. Today we talk wabi-sabi. So it is wabi-sabi and a deeper dive on wabi-sabi is embracing the imperfections in life. Um, it is a, a Japanese aesthetic philosophy that celebrates the beauty in what's natural, imperfect, and impermanent. It's really rooted in Zen Buddhism it embraces the qualities like simplicity, asymmetry, and the weathered texture of natures. So integrating this into our lives and decision-making can lead to a better, richer, more fulfilled understanding of the world and a greater uh, universe, I, I guess, for lack of a better term. So wabi-sabi is about the minor and the hidden, the tentative and the ephemeral, things so subtle and evanescent, they are invisible to vulgar eyes. That's from Leonard Corian. So some of the things we can do in embracing wabi-sabi, and the reason I bring it up in the mornings is because I have so much respect for the Japanese culture, and I think that we can learn from every culture and implement elements of that into our life. So we embrace imperfection. Instead of seeking the perfection in everything you do or own, start to appreciate the quirks and the imperfections. It could be um, a small chip in a glass, you know, an asymmetrical piece of art, unique mistakes you've made. Find beauty in these imperfections. Talked about earlier, you know, the broken glass and putting it together with gold. And I think this was something that was practiced in uh, Egypt, perhaps you know, of past civilizations, they put these things back together in gold. Maybe this is the reason, because it uh, teaches us to find the gold in the imperfections. The wisdom of wabi-sabi is the realization that while we cannot escape the incessant march of time, we can relish and adore the moments, the unique events that take place and see the beauty therein. It's an unknown quote. But also, savor the moment. You know, we live in a fast-paced world. It's easy to just try to, you know, speed through life, you know, life in the fast lane um, without truly experiencing it. You know, we're constantly in, you know, pacing in a fast-paced world. Got to go, go, go. Kids got to do this. You know, slow down. Savor the moment. Find joy in the simple fleeting moments. Um, this could be, you know, tasting your food, embracing the taste of the food. Um, a sunset, you know, a quiet morning uh, with your cup of coffee, you know, just embrace each moment. And that's obviously something we talk about being present in the moment. And, um, 
you know, taking in the things that surround you. Uh, Wabi Sabi nurtures all that is authentic by acknowledging three simple realities. Nothing lasts, nothing is finished, and nothing is perfect. Quote from Richard Powell. Uh, simplify things. Simplify our lives. Declutter your mind. Declutter your surroundings. Reduce your possessions only to what you truly need or find beautiful. Uh, this is not really physical items, but you know, unnecessary thoughts, relationships, commitments. How many things do we have that we are doing that are unnecessary? Uh, one of the things, and I recommend the book Wabi Sabi. Uh, one of the things talked about there uh, I remember is that you know talk about like setting up a uh, and this was through experience you know implementing uh, nature into your life using nature as a guide and uh, talked about setting up like a a little wabi-sabi stand or I don't know if you want to call it a wabi-sabi stand but it was an example used in the book but you know, had a little plant, had a few little pebbles, and put a little picture up and just ha had this sitting on a windowsill. And this was like kind of a, an ode to nature. Um, and after actually I re read that book, I went out and bought a couple plants and put them in, in my house. Like one as soon as you walk in the door, one in the bedroom. Um, because nature is a teacher. It's, 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 we need to spend time in nature, observe its beauty. You know, right now it's in the U.S. The, we're approaching the fall season. The leaves are starting to fall. It's getting crisp and cool in the mornings. Um, you know, nature's the epitome of wabi-sabi. It can teach you to appreciate the beauty and transience and change. And we should embrace it. And uh, I appreciate nature so deeply. I I'm doing this way earlier than I normally do. Um, I was up way earlier. The, the little dog, we have a pug, she got up early and um, it was a little chilly this morning in, in the bedroom. The had the window open, as I mentioned, you know, it's starting to get fall uh, weather coming upon us. And it was a little chilly and I have some things going on today and we're going to camp here in a bit um, early in the morning. And it was so I was up earlier than usual and went out and embraced some of that like I said and got to see the stars it was great um, but when we are making decisions in our day-to-day -day lives you know no choice is going to be perfect so think of wabi-sabi in this moment every option will have its imperfections and uncertainties so don't aim for the perfect decision aim for a decision that feels right and authentic to you. Authenticity is such a, a an important characteristic and char characteristic in decision making. You know, so embrace the imperfections of uh, the um, decision being imperfect and um, acknowledge its imperfections and embrace them. That's part of uh, the wabi sabi approach. Wabi Sabi nurtures all that is authentic by acknowledging. Um, oh, I already talked about that one. Sorry. Uh, I'm looking at my notes here. But beauty can be coaxed out of ugliness. Wabi Sabi is ambivalent about separating beauty from the non beauty or ugliness. The beauty of Wabi Sabi is 
in one respect, the condition of coming to terms with what you consider ugly. Wabi-sabi suggests that beauty is dynamic event that occurs between you and something else. Beauty can be spontaneously can spontaneously occur at any moment given the proper circumstances, context, and point of view. And uh, notice how I had an imperfect moment rereading a quote that I read uh, earlier, missing where I was at in my notes, jumping back and forth. Well, guess what? I'm going to embrace that. It is the way. I could stop, start over. I've done that before, but not today. Today we're embracing that is a, an imperfect moment and going with it because that is living the wabi-sabi way. Um, so embrace our failures. We talk about this, turning them into opportunities. Recognize that you know mistakes are natural part of life. You know we are all imperfect. There is not a single person out there that is perfect. Uh, don't berate yourself. Find lessons in these uh, uh, setbacks. Find opportunities in them. Find the beauty in these uh, failures. Use them as, t- as teachable moments. These are the moments that are going to shape our character and add depth to our character. Uh, I've always said. Um, you know, hard times build character and embrace that as an opportunity for us to uh, really find value in those moments. And lastly, cultivate authenticity. You know, be true to yourself. In a world that we live in is filled with facades and pretenses, um, you know, let your authentic self shine. You know, accept and love yourself with all your flaws and imperfections. This is the wabi-sabi way. So as I talk about wabi-sabi every morning, I mean this sincerely, um, that this is the moment of embracing imperfection. Uh, Use these principles of wabi-sabi in your life and learn to appreciate the beauty of the mundane Find joy in the simple and cherish the impermanent nature of life. This is the way of Wabi Sabi. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. You learned something of the Japanese philosophy and the Wabi Sabi way. And when you go through your day today, embrace Wabi Sabi. And if you want, I recommend the book Wabi Sabi, which is by someone that I'm not prepared to speak of now, but give me a moment. I keep this in my Audible library, and it is not readily available, so I am embracing by Beth Kempton. Wabi Sabi by Beth Kempton. Um, Goes through all the, uh, in much greater detail than I am presenting today, which is just the cliff notes. So, um, embrace wabi-sabi in our lives and, and embrace the impermanence of life and the beauty and imperfection and you will have a well-meaning authentic life so thank you for listening today I hope you have a fantastic Labor Day weekend I will not be doing this on Monday I will be back on Tuesday but I appreciate uh, those who are listening I see the numbers they're growing Um, whenever I do the uploads here. So I appreciate those who listen to this, and I hope you have yourself a fantastic day. I know I will, 
and embrace wabi-sabi. Thanks again. We'll see you on the next Zenster.